0: I am so thrilled. If you've been watching along, listening along uh, with me for a while, you know that we have renovated our house and that we've come back in. Now I have a studio, a small space that is just mine. I'm not sharing with anyone, it's just my space. Uh, I can set it up the way I wanna set it up. And the sound has been a challenge to get right because there is concreted floors. I would need a lot of soft furnishings and things in here to get the sound right. And I'm almost at the point now, almost, almost, there's still a little bit of reflection that you can probably hear a little bit of echo, a little bit of, well, not echo, but just a bit of that background bounce that I'm still controlling for. But I'm almost at the point now where I'm really happy with how this is sounding. So if you're listening to this going, oh man, this sounds different, it's because it's almost there. (laughs) Oh my God. And as a result of that, I felt very inspired to record an episode today about podcasting microphones and one specifically that I'm going to give a bit of a bad rap. If you have a Blue Yeti microphone as your primary podcasting microphone, you're probably not going to love me in this episode because I am going to throw some shade on the Blue Yeti microphone for podcasting applications specifically. Now, the thing about the Blue Yeti microphone, uh, if you Google it, if you have access to your computer or, or your phone or something right now, that is easy for you to access without you know crashing your car Uh, the Blue Yeti microphone is quite a pretty looking microphone although it is a little phallic it's pretty retro looking it comes in a few different colors uh, and I can see why if you're a new podcaster and you go to JB Hi-Fi or something like that and you see it there you would purchase that one because it looks cool. And it does also have its own stand, so it can sit there on your table and you can talk into it and it looks pretty cool. It also looks cool on camera. So if you've got video that you're doing and those sorts of things, then you would probably want to use that one because it looks pretty great. And in fact, we certainly do have clients that use Blue Yeti microphones as well that may be listening to this. And I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. What can I say? I'm going to throw some shade on the Blue Yeti microphone. If you have had these issues that I'm about to kind of run through, then know that it is probably your microphone and that there is another way. There is some things you can do to minimize the issues with this particular microphone. Or if you're looking for an upgrade, then that's certainly an option too. Okay, so first things first, the Blue Yeti microphone is a condenser microphone. So there's two different types of microphone. There's dynamic microphones and there's condenser microphones. Dynamic microphones are microphones, you know, like when you, when you go to like a live gig and there's that like handheld type microphone. It's got like a round kind of top to it. That's a dynamic microphone. It's also uh, microphones that y- they use to mic up like amplifiers and things like that where it's lots of really loud sound because dynamic microphones work really well and handle uh, loud sounds well. They don't have that broad range of frequency response, so they can take a lot of a beating basically. There's a few different types of dynamic microphones that really can take a beating, but the dynamic microphones are, are simpler. Condenser microphones are more complex and Blue Yeti is one of those microphones. So it's a condenser microphone. It is designed to handle lots of frequencies. So it's, it's designed to let you hear lots of different sounds which can be really good if you're capturing vocals like singing or uh, guitar and you wanna really hear the intricacies of the guitar and it's like an acoustic guitar, you know, things that are acoustic instruments, condenser microphones are so good for that. And having the broad spectrum of your frequency, of the delicateness of your voice is really important when you're recording. And it is certainly important when you're recording podcasting as well, because you want to get those different flavors of someone's voice and you want to feel like you can really get close to them. They're really right there with you in your ears. So condenser microphones are the microphone of choice for podcasters, 100%. But this particular microphone, the Blue Yeti, for whatever reason, picks up so much background noise. It is such a delicate microphone like it needs to be in such a controlled environment that it makes it really tricky to have that microphone sounding really good. So if you're having a situation where you have a Blue Yeti and you feel like it sounds a bit far away or you can hear the air conditioning really loudly or you can hear the reverberations in the room really easily, that is because it is the Blue Yeti and it is designed to do that. It's designed to pick up all the sounds. Unless you have a podcasting booth in your house or lots and lots of pillows, you know, you've got cushions, you've got blinds or curtains, you've got no way that you're having sound come into the room. It's a completely quiet, controlled space. Unless you have that, the Blue Yeti microphone is not a great choice. The other thing about the Blue Yeti microphone too, remember is that it doesn't have an inbuilt pop filter now the pop filter is the thing that sits on the top of the microphone it's like a a foamy thing and if you don't have one of those with your microphone then you are going to get plosives what do i mean by plosives i mean when you say a p a b a t they are going to be really plosive sounds that make a lot of p like a big heavy sound in someone's ear the only way to minimize reduce or get rid of the plosives is to have a foam thing that goes on the top so the blue yeti does have a foam pop filter that you can get for the top of it you can get them on amazon Uh, there's also a link to foam pop filters on our podcasting gear page on the bambi media website If that's the only issue you're coming across with your Blue Yeti, then just get a foam pop filter and you won't have any issues with it anymore. But if you're getting that background sound issue where it's just a lot of it, then you need to control your room more. So acoustic baffles or lots of pillows, curtains, soft furnishings, lounge, you know, things in that in your room that will actually soak up a lot of sound is what you need to do. I would 100% not recommend a Blue Yeti microphone in a Queenslander house. You know, the ones that have wood floors, high ceilings and normally wood walls as well. Sound just bounces all over the place and it's really hard to control for that with a Blue Yeti. The last thing I'll say uh, about the Blue Yeti, if you are having trouble with it, is it's probably not close enough to your face. Blue Yetis have to be really close to your mouth because they can pick up so much sound. They have to be close to your mouth and you need to turn the gain, the level volume down a bit so that you're not getting blasted. But you need to have it really close to your mouth for the Blue Yeti to sound really good because It is a condenser microphone, as I said. So it does have the capacity to sound really good, but you need to manage it because it's so delicate. It is a delicate microphone. It's like a fancy little pretty microphone, just a bit delicate. So you need to have a real look into your space and listen to the sound of that microphone. If it's really a struggle for you and you can't seem to control the room, uh, then that would be a situation where I would say, hey, let's not have that Blue Yeti as your main microphone anymore. Let's get something else. If you have carpeted floors and you know soft furnishings in your room and lounges and all those sorts of things, and you've got the Blue Yeti nice and close to your mouth and you've got a pop filter, that's totally fine. Totally fine. There will be no issues with that microphone. It will sound beautiful, but any other situation, it's not gonna work as well. Now the Blue Yeti is also a USB input microphone. There's two different types of microphones from an input perspective at this point. There is the USB microphones and there are XLR input microphones. XLR input microphones are far superior, far superior to USB microphones as far as the uh, frequency response, the warmth that you can get from them, dynamic range, all the things. XLR is absolutely the best way to go, but there's more involved with an XLR microphone. You can't just plug it into your computer with nothing else. There's no XLR input to your computer. You need to have a uh, like a a mixer or a preamp so that the preamp can connect to the microphone and the preamp can also connect to your computer via, you know, lightning, USB, whatever it is. But the benefit of doing it that way and having an XLR input microphone is it is just such a beautiful sound. I would say that if you're really wanting your vocals uh, on your podcast to sound crisper, cleaner, more depth and a bit more warmth, then I would upgrade from perhaps a Blue Yeti that you're using if you're using that one or even a USB mic uh, and go to the next level, which is getting an XLR input with a, a mixer or preamp. Uh, that would be my recommendation. That's going to set you back probably about, uh, you could get a Rode Pod mic for 200, 160, I think, something like that. Then you could get just a... a a small mixer that's about 300 and something dollars and then some sort of boom arm boom arms are about a hundred and something dollars so it's not going to cost you a lot but it's going to cost you more than just a usb microphone so it's going to be a situation where you're like not podcasting is definitely part of my marketing i really want to start sounding very professional and kick this up a notch now i want better gear If that's something that you're really interested in, we have a gear section of our website and there's, if you have a look at the XLR bit and then also just the mixer bit, you'll see there's a a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2, which is something I recommend as like a starter model for that sort of thing. Uh, And that's really what I would suggest to up your game from a podcast perspective. But again, you've always got to control as much as you can for the, the location that you're in. And making sure that you're giving your microphone the best chance of delivering high quality output. So sorry to those that have the Blue Yeti microphone. Sorry I had to rag on it. All is not lost. If you have that microphone, just do those things that I've suggested earlier in this episode. Controlling for the room, uh, getting a pop filter, make sure it's nice close to the face and you'll be fine. But if you're looking to upgrade at any point, then I would definitely head to the gear section of our website and just have a little bit of a poke around in there. I haven't given you a heap of options. I've just given you a few different types uh, of microphones and then one or two mixes so that you don't get overwhelmed with choice. I know the ones that are really good. I've tried all of them. I've heard all of them. And that's what I've come up with as my top picks. Have a lovely day, everybody and I will speak to you again soon.